everybody for uh, Creative Kings Media. I'm Juan. And this is Corey. And you're listening to Gin and Topics. It's the podcast about nothing. And today, we have a very special guest with us, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Andrew's um, in the house. I, I want to start this off by saying Andrew's the best guest we've ever had. Oh, we're going to hurt a lot of feelings. I know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm saying it. But I say a lot of feelings, there's been like three people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Andrew actually brought us alcohol and he brought gin. So he this is the first gin. time we're having gin yes. on that. I mean, gin and topics. If you're going to include it in the name of the show, yeah. you got to have some gin. So, All right. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, this is what happens when you Cheers. include a uh, white man into the program. <laughs> Shit actually gets done right. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. It's Tomstown, too, so you held nothing back. The bottle's just cool. Oh, like yeah. the look of the bottle is awesome. Are they our sponsor for today? No, today's uh, sponsor is brought to you by uh, Real Friends. How many of us? How many of us? Andrew. Bring us gin. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Step your game up next, guest. <laughs> Don't come empty handed. No. In fact, we, you never should have come empty handed. We should start like an admission fee for being on the podcast. Like, you gotta bring us something. Like, Ooh, you gotta. Okay. Then everybody's like a housewarming gift? Yeah, everybody's gonna be like, no, I'm not coming on. I know. <laughs> the I podcast know. warming gift? Yeah. yeah. Whatever, I mean, it doesn't have to be gin. I, I will take gin, but... Any yeah. alcohol. Doesn't even have I'll, just, alcohol. I'll just go ahead and throw it down any alcohol. You want to pay my light bill? I mean, you can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That works. Throwing that out. I'll just put my Amazon wish list out there for you guys to look at. And, <laughs> if I see anybody buy something, I'll invite you first. <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, yeah, how's it going, man? That's going fine. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, oh, also in addition, we have this uh, lovely Boulevard beer. Uh, the 30th anniversary. That we're going to take a sip for the first time ever. Yes. I'm excited. Brewed with eight barrel bourbon. It's know. like a combination of beers, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. basically what it sounds like to me. Every beer that was ever made. It smells chocolate. But it's got bourbon in it. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big bourbon fan. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. How was it? Actually, it's that's creamy. smooth. Yeah, no, it really mm. is. You want to try it? No, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, that's surprising. Because like, if you drink like a dark beer, usually I hate dark beer, so... It's yeah. a surprise. Okay. That's uh, good. Yeah, no. But anyway, I know. Let's uh, let's address the elephant in the room. Which is what? We haven't been on air for like a long time. <laughs> Close to like a month. Well, I mean, besides the the Pootie Twins, you know. Okay, I mean, what? That was kind of an older episode that, you know. Well, this, yeah, this will be a There's, more recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, one yeah. actually come we've, out. Getting back on the... We've had a lot of things happen this month that we haven't discussed or gone over. So, you know, it's just good to catch up. I haven't seen you, Corey, in like ages. So what's I going saw, on with your life? Man? I saw you this morning, but yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> well, how was your past two weekends? What were the highlights? Give me the Instagram story. Oh man, I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even post on my Instagram like that. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do anything like that. Was super exciting. Um, I did have dinner at Courtney and Sharika's house. That was amazing. Sharika is the it best really cook. Yeah, the best cook in Kansas City. I'm. I'm saying it now. Um, you know what? I will not be offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you're definitely a great cook. Thank you're, you. But you're, I'll say this. I'm a good home cook. Yeah, no offense to you. But like, yeah, you're like a, you're like a everyday cook. Like, you're kind of like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, can make no. a lot of things very well, but like, I'm she, not a wine cook or anything. Like yeah, she cook. is trained, professional. Like, she does. Like, like, she actually Ramsey. work in the restaurant industry? Oh, yeah. yeah she, she owns a restaurant. Uh, yeah. Well, her family owns Bayou and the Vine. And that's where she like runs. Okay, the yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so awesome. shout out to Bayou on the Vine if you haven't been there. I'm sure we shouted them out before, but uh, best wings in Kansas City, literally. Oh yeah, 
And I, it wasn't just because I was drinking. It they were really the food. <laughs> the food is good though too. Like, and then they have music, everything like that. It's, yeah, they have live jazz music or whatever else they have on 18th of Vine. Go check it out. Yeah, um, and trained by Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, and Courtney's the bartender, so you can get Ooh, some pretty yeah. nice drinks from him too. So good. Well, yeah. yeah, no man. Anytime. Where have you been, Andrew? I've been. I've been at work. Yeah, you have. <laughs> That's true. This is a hard working work. man. We're we're lucky to even see him tonight, to be honest. But yeah, he came out for us and he brought us. I brought you in. Yeah. To compare to the cook analogy, I am no cook whatsoever, so I fulfill my role with with Thanksgiving and you know holidays and that sort of thing. I'm the person that brings the alcohol, so I provided that uh, role. As well. That's more expensive sometimes yeah. than bringing the uh, Honestly, actual food. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. can be, but it's more fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is, yeah. people wait for you. you oh, know? it totally is. You get the party started. Yes. Not, Turkey doesn't get the party started. Nah. Turkey puts you to sleep. No. Turkey's what brings you. But I do love turkey. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> you come for the turkey and stay for the alcohol. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So exactly. we appreciate people like you. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, Andrew, how's your life? Uh, very busy. I won't get into too many specific details. Because oh, please I, do. I know, I know a lot of people uh, <laughs> that may listen to this also work where I work. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You maybe. work for a big corporate office, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Big corporate. Groceries. Don't you, like, sell off, like arms to china or something like that <laughs> i'm not that big um no, maybe like other ones but not arms yeah no <laughs> not arms. i mean like arms and like guns and stuff um, and tanks. <laughs> <laughs> no i've been i've just been working a lot putting in a lot of hours helping for vacation time uh i'm in a remodel yeah. at my at my job too so Ooh. it doesn't make it any easier but you know like the stores being remodeled the stores being remodeled top to How's bottom side to side it is it's going well we're yeah. behind but it who, is what it is. Who is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, who, for sure. Like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's not even on you. Like, it's not your fault. No, it's definitely not my fault. But you're getting to Starbucks. Exactly. We're getting awesome. to Starbucks. Man. How about you all have, like, I just probably give it away, but you had the other coffee shop inside those Caribou? Stores. Yeah. No, yeah. Some do, but. So, some stores do. Uh, for those who don't know already, I work at Hy-Vee, so there we <laughs> yeah. go. Um, right. But I mean, you don't I, have to say it. <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, shout out to Hy-Vee. Shout out to Hy-Vee. Um, but, yeah, I was online, get that free delivery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, no, they they do have caribou coffee, but we we got to choose who we who we picked as our in store coffee shop, and we picked Starbucks. I'm sure if we absolutely had our way, we'd probably get roastery, but they weren't. They weren't yeah. able to. I mean, like I said, like there was that guy on Facebook that was like, "Oh, why don't you pick a a local coffee?" It's like, I don't. What does it matter? Like yeah, people love Starbucks. Them. Why are you complaining? Yeah, we sell. You're lucky they even have a coffee shop because they never did. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great. I think they open in two weeks. Okay, we're talking about holidays. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can go get this pumpkin spice. Yep. Oh no, yep. it's not about the pumpkin spice anymore. It's about the uh, pumpkin cream cold brew. <laughs> you know what? Why you people you... out there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Those on one, the PSL life. One's a white girl at heart. And there's 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 a yeah. tiny one in my heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tiny, a tiny white, white girl. girl in your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That <laughs> loves pumpkin spice. Everything. She's my uh, patronus. She know? wears Ugg boots. I'm about, say, I'm about to say the same thing. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I actually have Ugg boots, so like I can. Oh you, yeah, no, we But can. you wore my Ugg boots before, though. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not bad. Speaking speaking of Ugg boots, um, I guess there was like some talk at, in our office saying like what, like you is not acceptable count. to wear. And apparently, hoodies and UGG boots are not acceptable. Were those listed as like specific examples, mm-hmm. though? 
Wow. Which I understand maybe the hoodie thing, but like the Ugg boots, I feel like. I that's mean, targeting Yes, somebody. that is. Speaking, <laughs> like, so that's funny story. I'll, I'll bring this up. There was this report on Twitter that I saw that was from like EY, Ernest and Young. Mm-hmm. But it was a, uh, does, does your friend still work for Ernest and Young? No, she works for a, another firm in Austin. Okay. Ernest and Young, they had like a like a leadership seminar where mm-hmm. they told women what they should not be wearing inside the office. Mm-hmm. And it was very like 1960s. But was that also it. like they were trying to probably frame it in a like you're supposed to look this way just in general or yeah, to like, be fresh. more professional? Well, so it was also tailored. I feel the, the way it came off, and I don't know what the tensions were, but the way it came off was... Men have been getting sexual harassment complaints, so you shouldn't wear these certain things oh. inside the office, so men won't hit on you. Yeah. Uh, and also, that's, so you that's can, a double-edged sword. That's yeah. kind of on. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. But also, it was like also talking about how like uh, like they shouldn't wear like you know blouses that are too tight or skirts that are too tight or too short or not show too much cleavage. But it was also the way they should act inside the office too to fit in with the good old boys kind of feel. Yeah, no, that is definitely it, like it was a whole report, and like some lady, like of course, linked it to like the New York Times. Of course, like yeah. New York Times wrote this whole article. It might not have been the New York Times, but it was like one of those newspapers, like yeah, Huffington yeah. Post, something like that. But it was just crazy how like that kind of stuff that's can a, happen. That's ridiculous. And that's like, it was like it was like in twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. It was recent, so like yeah. It was just it was just crazy, and you know, Ernest and Young just had this whole scandal where the the lady reported sexual harassment, and Ernest and Young didn't do anything until like she took it to the media. Like they didn't yeah. fire the guy until then. Wow. Yeah. Like let, let's not like um, you know address the problem, which are apparently the men with the uh, complaints. Yeah. Let's yeah. target the women. Yeah. So it was <laughs> it was just crazy. But you're like, looking too good today. Yeah. Exactly. So. Oh, sorry. Another thing. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know one time. I know like a while ago we were talking about what you what you can and what you can't post on your social media yes. and how that can affect your job. Uh-huh. My job just released like a whole thing of like what you should not be doing on social media. No shit. That can affect. I've never seen that, but what is it? Say? I haven't read through it yet. I'll read uh, through it and I'll report back. Okay. But it just it just came. How, out. how much of that do you think you do? I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm big on social media, like for it's like King Tech and stuff like that, but right. I'm not online like posting my day to day activities. No, and and it's also you're not, you know, going out of your way to talk about your job, just in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I never post about where I work. Exactly, and it's not to say that you're also like at the same time like overly praising your job, like oh this is the best place ever. You know, I I love working where I do, um, but I rarely ever post about my job on any mm-hmm. social media just for the fact that I... Touch your profile picture. Yeah. Well, no, even that's <laughs> changed now, too. But, yeah, for a while I was the bread man, and I, I appreciated that. Bread man. Bread man, um, bread, man bread man, bread man, bread man. <laughs> he must be up to something. Bacon, 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 bacon. But, yeah. No, I, guilty? I'm not, I'm not too worried about the whole, you know... Posting on social media will affect your job just because I simply don't post a whole lot. Yeah. And if it is, it's like life updates or that sort of thing. And, yeah. and if they want to fire me over a life update, then maybe they they're will. the new life update. So, <laughs> yep. Life update just got fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. No, Brent, uh, not Brandon. I don't know why I called you Brandon. I'm sorry. Wow. Andrews. Andrew, it's because we miss Brandon. It's the invisible ghost I on know. the sofa. <laughs> Andrew's life event would be him getting fired by Javi and then having to go to Price Shopper. God, that's like, dude. That's I'd rather. That's like almost no. rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. That's almost rock bottom. Like, 
Yeah. It's right on the same level with like Walmart and McDonald's, which no disrespect to those no. people that work there, but not at all. Yeah, no, I'm not working at Price Chopper. No, but when I when I immediately think Aldi's of Price Chopper, I'd rather work at Aldi's. At least they uh, pay their Aldi's employees well. I might too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they get paid well. But I mean, like Aldi's, like it's like four people in a store at a time. Like, right. You're but running, you, you you're see running that entire store for by your, like for four people. Their face looks like I just don't give a shit. There are some nice people at, at uh, Aldi's, and there's some people that, yeah, that don't want to be there some days. But, like, I mean, not it's also Aldi's, like, you're not really there for like what you pay for. <laughs> Happy, like, what's the phrase? A smiling face in every it's eye? A smile in every eye. A smiling face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like. It's an idea. I remember, though, when I couldn't find those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The Montreal little wontons. Oh, yeah. Wonton wrappers? Yeah, and I asked everybody in this one, where are these at? Nobody knew. And then I called one. Wants to move. Dude, everybody. <laughs> yeah. it, it's one of those things. If you, Once you go high V, like customer or But the people that work there didn't know. That's what I was crazy about. No, me. but that's I mean, also just like, you know, you, it depends It was on late too, so yeah. I imagine well, the regular people want there, like people that work like. You, yeah. you, you kind of just start to use that logic. Like, well, if I were to put wonton wrappers somewhere, where would I yeah. place them? Like, yeah, no, I can, I can walk into a grocery store and have a basic idea. Yeah. Just like, all right, this is where this should be. Mm-hmm. But why wontons and like produce out though? Well, it they have to, to keep them cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, like, not why not in the dairy aisle or why not in the? the uh, meat? It depends on what department uh, orders them, I guess. So, so like, for, yeah, for instance, I can only speak for our store, but yeah, that that comes in through. Uh, the produce department truck they stock it they keep it up to date they get the sale for it but it's also just like what else do you put with a wonton wrapper asian food has a lot of veggies veggies are in mm-hmm. the produce section so you kind of you know kind of tie those all in together it's all about like, tie-in. like when you make i was making crab ragoon and also be you would think cream you need cream cheese to make crab ragoon true right and you also need like meats and stuff so it should be in that like because the meats are usually buy or the meats usually lead to the dairy section right so where would yeah. you put them as a as a customer them. I'll put them in a dairy section, like okay. yeah. next to maybe not. Okay, so like dairy, like maybe next to like the cheeses and stuff, or just stuff like that. The only thing, like when I when it, I think of the dairy department, what comes to mind is like the farm. So I think of like milk, butter, cheese, <laughs> biscuits, I pies. Like, wrong with this, but like, <laughs> but I mean, also like yeah, like there's like no biscuits. Like, it's still like a it's still like a bread tortilla kind of thing, like, Jewish kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's no other Asian products in the dairy, though. That's only the other. I mean, there's not a lot of Asian products in, like, the grocery stores, period. Like, yeah, that's true. We do have a pretty wide variety. And I'm not just trying to, like, tout my store, but, like. Well, we don't even know which one, so it's No, fine. no, we don't. <laughs> uh, but. Whichever one just, he works at, there's a lot I, no, of Asian Ivy, products. Ivy, in general, though, they do, uh, they do a pretty good job with keeping up to date on, like, trends and, like, people are starting to turn around on this type of food. So maybe we should carry some yeah. of those things. I mean, I, I look for the Asian aisle because I need rice. I need. Mm-hmm sauces like all that stuff we're not some specialty market though no we no. can't ever beat that well no you can't beat this asian market down the street no, like, so it. we originally went there looking for the wontons me and Kara did and they had like a pack of like 500 oh like, yeah no there's seven dollars something like that which it wasn't a bad right. deal but i got them eat 500 wontons mm-hmm. i will never finish these all right we i think you'll have like a, th- a 40 pack or something like that yeah in store, so that was perfect. Yeah. You can make them like I guess you can cut them into strips and make like those uh, wonton strips that you put into like egg drop soup. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, or put them on your salad or something. You know, there, there's a bunch oh, of stuff. Call like it. St. Louis style uh, wontons because you cut them in strips. Are they? Bagels. What? Are they do the bagels? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The St. Louis bagel. Oh man, that's just weird. That was it that is. was a weird. That's uh, <laughs> you know what? No. 
is uh, I know, I know, uh, I know. Yeah, you don't have to say it. Thank you. For the friends of the show, you probably know what he's going to say. No, yeah, I just don't say it. This gen is pretty good, though. No, yeah, this gen's really good. Um, I didn't know if you guys like kept up with any of the news that's you know happening or anything, you mm-hmm. know, but. Try as um, much as I can. If it's not on Twitter, I don't see it. Well, I'm sure most of this stuff is on Twitter. Like, um, Kanye's coming out with a new album on Friday. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited, but not excited. Why? Because, I mean, it's not... It's gonna, I mean, it's going to be a gospel album, which is cool. But it's just not going to be like... I don't think it's going to be what we expect. Which it's we never, never what you expect. No, it's it never, never we get, It's never... If I said we never get what we expect from Kanye, but no. at the same time, I got no, this isn't going to be anything that I've been wanting from Kanye. I don't think any album that he releases is something that you wanted from him. It's something that he just wants you to listen to, and it ends up being a classic, usually. Um, yes and no. So, like, Graduation was what we wanted from Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, my dis- my Dark Twisted Fantasy was what we wanted from Kanye. Now, only, I think the only way he said it about was, like, Ye wasn't necessarily what we wanted. Yeezus? Yeezus, yeah. But everything else is what you wanted. I got a soft spot for 808s. No, I, I do too. But like, it you wasn't what you now when it like, came out. Did you like it? I didn't really get into Kanye until my uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy, though. Okay, like so I you knew went about, back and listened. I knew about him. I knew you know some of the hit songs, yeah. but it wasn't until that album that I started to actually fully listen to him. Yeah. So I didn't really have that immediate reaction to 808s. Well, I mean, even my coworker said he didn't get into Kanye until um, Pablo. Um, wow. Yeah. That's a long way to go. I know. But then <laughs> he went back and like, listened to all the albums and like, yeah, now he loves, yeah. loves Kanye. There, there's this thing, like, I think everybody at their core loves Kanye's music. Like, yes. there's no way you can't. Like, if you're a hip-hop Makes fan and you don't love Kanye's music, then, like, I'm questioning your, your love of hip-hop. People that say that, yeah, but, like, dismiss him and say they don't like him, I think yeah, but if you don't judging, like, him on the surface level. Yeah, if you don't like him, if as a person, that's that's, that's totally understandable. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he can be an asshole. Yeah. He can be whoever Kanye is. Right. But his music, when he sits down and actually it's makes genius. an album. It's beautiful. Like. It's him dark. And, it's him twisted. And, is it a fantasy? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> you haul a coin. <laughs> Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Gin and Topics. You're probably wondering why I had that weird intro. Well, uh, there's a reason. No, <laughs> this, is, this is not about the goal. No, 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 hold on. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot. Uh, I didn't even mention we had, uh, we as in me and Andrew, we had that uh, wedding this past couple weekends ago. Yeah, so, uh, not this past, but the one before. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. we didn't have a wedding. Yes. But, um, no, we are not married. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> now, our friend uh, Nick and Kaylee, they... Beautiful wedding. It was great. Shout out to them. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful wedding. Thank you guys for inviting us. I had the best man speech and blacked out for that. But, you know, other than that. You did a good job. That's what they say. So I appreciate it. But, damn, I can't. No. Can't do it again? Uh, I can do it again now. You know, like, it's after, your, you know, everybody's first time is nerve-wracking. But <laughs> you're all sweaty. Your heart's racing. You don't know what you're doing. But you just go up there and do it and... Once it's done, you're like, I could do that again. Hmm. You know? Hmm. What are we talking about? Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, I, yeah, Courtney's was uh, was nerve-wracking, too. I didn't write mine, though. I just kind of yeah. winged it. 
I wish I could have memorized mine, but... Did I you mean, have notes? Yeah, I was reading the whole time. Okay, cool. But I guess people in the back didn't see that. So. I also was decently intoxicated at that Perfect. point. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. So yeah. it sounded a lot better. Than yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 100%. So I'm glad there was no like video footage of that, I think. I don't have one. We'll see. But there's photo evidence of dancing. You dancing? Everybody. Oh, man. Man, come on. You know I dance. Only when you get drunk. Yes, and I was I, drunk. <laughs> I don't think I've ever danced like that in my entire life. That's what people say. Oh my god, it was incredible. I had so much were fun. You, were you doing the Elaine? He was doing everything, man. The Elaine, the Carlton, the Scotty Too Hotty. Don't you like... dare! Don't you dare put the Carlton to my name because I know <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> Fine. I'm not that smooth. No, it, it, it was good. Like there was a lot of um, good alcohol to be had. Good times. People, you know. Just everybody. Oh, we did crash a wedding too. Well, then the one next door. You but, and Gabby. Yeah, me and Gabby crashed a wedding next door. We got in there, got a couple Trulies, um, took a picture in the photo booth. But then we started to get some looks because we were literally the only minorities, and uh, we were like, <laughs> "Well, we should probably go." Because people are looking at us, but you know it is what it is. It was a good time. And then like apparently Kaylee went over there too. She actually got kicked out. I didn't know. I honestly didn't even know there was another wedding going on over there. The DJs told me. I walked up to them and they were like, oh my God, you're the best man. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. Guess. yeah. Yeah, that's me. I was like, hey, uh, can I request a song? And they were like, oh, I mean, maybe. What do you want? I was like, Mobamba. Oh, <laughs> 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 and they were, they no, they were like, well, we can't. It's a little inappropriate for this crowd right now. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Because there was still some old people there. I was like, yeah, I get it. Uh, I, I was like, well, if you have an edited version, if you can find one, that's fine, too. But he was like, I can't help you, but uh, one of our crew members is next door DJing another wedding if you want to see if he wants to play for you. I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, sure, why not? They were not going to play that over there either. <laughs> that was like, they were all country. <laughs> Better like, chances of playing it at our wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was the best thing about Corey's wedding. Like, the DJ was like, 10 o'clock, like, I'm letting you know, like, mm-hmm. it's about to get a little grimy in here, mm-hmm. like, it got grimy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's how... kind of cool. I want a mix of Nick and uh, Courtney's DJ whenever I get married. Like, I want a good mix of both, you know? Like, I want <laughs> I, I want the cheesy stuff, but I also want, like, all right, now it's after hours. Now I'm just imagining <laughs> like, a shift change, you know? Like, one yeah. DJ just hands off the headphones <laughs> yeah. to the next one, yeah. and then the lights turn down. I want fucking boats neon, DJing my wedding. The neon lights <laughs> come up, and the smoke goes over the dance floor. Yeah. yeah I, need, I need boats and John. Yeah, I need both of them there. That'd be fucking amazing. Um, J- uh, John, John MC and then boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. Shout out to Ass Jams, man. Our sponsor for today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, check them out though. They're, they're, you know you've made it. They do good shit around there, like, like around the town. Best, some of the best, just in case. You get oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, something else. Like so, uh, since I've seen you, I've been awesome. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went, went to go to, to ACL. ACL. Yeah, that was a good time. We saw um, Montford, Tame Impala, Laney. I'm like, jealous you got to see Laney. Man, they were real. they were really good. Like that was Marissa's like number one band. I have to see and. I was pleasantly surprised. Like he put on a good show. Hmm. Like cool. No idea who the people are. It was it was good to see uh, Lizzo, Cardi. Oh, did you see Lizzo and Cardi? I saw Lizzo, not Cardi. Hmm. I would Cardi was on a good show. He, like she was late. She, uh, Marissa said she was like 20, 25 minutes late, and I was yeah, like, I texted her. I was like, I mean, this is colored people time. What do you? Use? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> had to go. No, come I, on. Uh, it's true. From the one person who's always late to everything. That, that's why I can say because I know. <laughs> like it's true. <laughs> I would have been Cardi and her like because like she's not, the show I've been to like I went to of her she wasn't late and like she put on an absolute good show. 
Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, I, I heard it was a really good show. Like, she probably a good show. She was going on the same time as Mumford, and I was like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I think you're going to pick Mumford over yeah, Cardi yeah, B every day. All day, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm sure she put on a great show. Yeah. It's um, a good performance. There was a lot of good artists, though. Austin was a great time. It, it literally always is a good time. I mean, if you guys, I don't know, have you guys been? No. I've never been to Austin. Okay. One in Denver for the first time nice. uh, next, early next month. You are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. November. That's going to be sweet. That is going to be sweet. Yeah, I'm going to see. Well, I actually want to see the uh, Nuggets versus Philly, so that's going to be a good game. There you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, you do do that a lot. You go to NBA games. Like, oh, man. If you've never been to an NBA game, it's like... It's, I've never been to an NBA game. It's been a very long time for me. But. It, as an adult, like, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's, I mean, it's not... I want to call it better than going to a Chiefs game. There's nothing like going to a Chiefs game. Yeah. And I'm saying that as, like, a semi-Chiefs fan. Right. Yeah. Um, but NBA games are just right there next to it. I went to Chicago on a couple of trips with my aunt as like a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big KU basketball fan. Kirk Heinrich got drafted by the Bulls yeah, early yeah, on yeah, in his yeah. career. Um, and so his rookie season, my aunt um, took me to Chicago um, over Martin Luther King week. And we had mm. tickets to two games that the Bulls were playing that week. And we had tickets on the second row behind the Bulls bench. Crazy. And then we had it two rows up from the very top. <laughs> so yeah, it was, best exactly. It was nice. one of those, you know, you could average up the ticket prices, but she's like, yeah. I really wanted a seat behind the bench. Uh, got his autograph. Those are tickets are like crazy. It was cause... awesome though. It was so much fun. Cause I'm looking at buying <laughs> tickets for us and like, I'm trying to figure out how much is too much to spend on NBA tickets. Cause like the tickets I want are like $125. That's crazy to me. Like for one game. Yeah, I mean, but, and it's not, I don't know, man. But this like, is going to be a good game. This is the Denver Nuggets, who are on, honestly one of the best teams in the West. Yes. And everybody's thinking Philly to win the world, I mean, the championship this year. Yeah. Uh, or at least come out of the East. So, like, you got you got Embiid. You oh, got, yeah. I mean, like, you That's got Horford. That's all you need for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got so much talent on both sides. Like, oh, yeah. The Joker, Djokovic, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Like, I, I mean, if you're an NBA fan, like, these are two teams that are, like, up and coming, like, you want to see. So, oh, yeah. There's a lot of youth. Talent. Yeah. I mean, same with, like, New Orleans, too. I mean, like, damn, like, most of, well, a lot of their team is, like, 21 and under, like. Yeah, or at least, like, like 25 and under, right. for sure. I mean, they're, have to, and then Zion's going to be back soon. So, yeah, it's just, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be it's an good. exciting season I'm, in the NBA, and I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm happy that football's back, obviously. Well, it's been back, but, I mean, I'm excited for basketball to be back. Yeah. Especially now they we got the border war. Border war's back. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> it's going you know, down. I don't. I don't used to care about Mizzou basketball unless right. I'm playing KU. So that's on tomorrow. There you go. Mizzou game. Yeah, your girlfriend loves Mizzou too. So well, she went there. So. Exactly. But she didn't watch Mizzou sports when she was there. Even yeah. then, I still think that there's a vested interest for the, well, the yeah, rivalry. Obviously, yeah. But like, I mean, <clears throat> Mizzou fans know that like KU's better basketball. Like we know that. Like they know that. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say we. They know that. But like also, like, we had y'all at football and pretty much sometimes. Probably yes. every other sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. We're not bringing the border war back in football quite yet, though. No, no but we will. We're once, close. Once they see like how uh, how many people are going to come to the uh, basketball games, I think they're going to start to like look into the interest of the football games. They too. should. Honestly, they should. They used to have them at Arrowhead. Man, it was lit. It really wasn't, man. It was fucking hype. Like. As far as football goes, forget the campus games. Just play it at Arrowhead every year. You'd yeah. Sell, you'd sell so many more tickets. You told Mizzou versus uh, KU, yeah, yeah. The border war. That'd be so much fun. I went to much one fun. growing up, and man, it was in Well, isn't the uh, border war going to be uh, at the Sprint Center? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it goes Sprint Center, Lawrence, Columbia, Lawrence, Columbia, and then Sprint Center again. Oh, so they're doing like this over five years. Six, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they just signed a deal. I don't, I don't know why they had to sign a deal. Just fucking do it, like... 
Just making an annual well, game. Well, because like, you got to split. You got to split ticket profits and stuff yeah. like that. Because obviously, like, they, when you book non-conference they, opponents, they sign deals to play and there's yeah, money obviously, exchanged. Obviously, well, not for us KU, but like obviously like Mizzou, when they have KU there, they're, that's going to be the most sold out game they're going to mm-hmm. have. All oh, season. yeah, 100%. I mean, and I think it's vice versa too. Like, I mean, yeah, no, everybody, every KU fan is going to want to go to the Mizzou game. Like, yeah, like I guess the next biggest opponent for um, Mizzou is going to be like Kentucky coming in or something. Easy, like, that. Yeah. Easy like, without a doubt. I don't. Obviously, I hate Mizzou with a passion, but for no reason at all. No reason. <laughs> we mean no reason. They burned down our town. Did they really? Yeah. What are you talking about? It's a civil war rivalry, man. This is not a basketball sports rivalry. It's not child's play. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's legit. It is. I mean, that, that's why they said it's the oldest running rivalry west of the Mississippi. Like, because Columbia, Missouri, better down Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, Ble- seriously. Bleeding Kansas. Yeah. I've never heard this story. Yeah. I swear to God. I mean, like, oh, like, God. Oh, oh, God. God. oh God. <laughs> no cap. Uh, <laughs> it's like I could. That's the one it. thing they should have. Like, that's the one thing they were not saying was no cap. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to say that. <laughs> It's like uh, I can recap the history, but that's not this podcast. So no, yeah, that's yeah. Well, <laughs> that's read, that's go funny. read a history book, yeah, man. Like, like you know, but I don't know. I'm just excited for the rivalry to be back. I mean, like, it's KUMU, man. Like, you know, what do you expect? Uh, speaking of though, Mizzou, like, I was looking on Reddit and like there was this. Uh, of course, somebody posted this old video. I think you probably remember it. Maybe. But it was that Mizzou music video. Um, do you remember this at we all? Are Mizzou. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember it? Yes, I do. It's fucking. Have yeah. you seen it? I was a freshman. No, I do. I was Hold on. I'm gonna look this up real quick just to play <laughs> a really quick clip. Oh but, my god. Uh, were you a freshman at the time? I was a freshman at KU at the time, um, and the border war means a lot to me just as far as a basketball game because I was at the the last one yeah. up until they renewed this. I've never cried more. <laughs> that was the win or something like that? No, no. K- no. KU was down by 19 oh, wow. early second half at home, and everybody was losing their minds. And at halftime, I was just like, I don't know, I don't know what to do, honestly. <laughs> and it's it's one of those like it's so selfish. Sports can get you totally wrapped up in the moment because my friends um, that I went to the game with were all from out of state. They had no idea like the the deep history and this history rivalry, of, yeah, and right. they kept looking at me like, "What's going to happen?" And I'm like, "I." I don't know. I really don't know. Exactly. And so then we started to make the slow comeback. We sent it to overtime. We won it overtime. He might have been fouled. Uh, if there's any MU fans out there, he might have been fouled on that block. Oh, T-Rob? T-Rob Oh, block. yeah. He, he might have been him. fouled. I, he wasn't. I'll say he was. Like, yeah. I'll it. Well, fuck <laughs> but it. It's that fucking fog magic. But um, when the horn sounded, I cried. And had to be like consoled by a couple carried of people out. because no, not carried out. This isn't this isn't this, this isn't one, that this, dramatic. Yeah. But I had a couple of friends that honestly thought I had a complete mental breakdown and then I was just <laughs> like screaming at the top Dude. of my lungs, crying. It my, was unbelievable. My buddy that was at the game, he said that that's the loudest he's ever heard like a, an arena. Ever like when that block happened. It, like, you can't top that. Man. It's unbelievable. No, but this is alright. So Corey, check this out. I'll just play a little bit of it, my man. Hey, 
Yeah. Yeah, taste. I forgot. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot the best part of that song was. So no, we're, you? we're not knocking on the door. We're busting in. Like that was the. <laughs> no, oh God. man, that was the biggest line. That was unnecessary. At the time. Oh, it's it very wasn't necessary, man. Because it's not like Mizzou fans like. It was. Why your place? Not only that, but yeah. it was also like that time in the world was like okay we're making a rap parody with yeah. autotune like anything it was the per that that was like the beginning of yeah. like soundcloud before soundcloud, it was. SoundCloud. this was 2011 <laughs> yeah beginning of 2012 yeah it was weird era it was weird like <laughs> but you know what i think like everybody kind of went through i wasn't i'm not gonna say like everybody went through that phase where they were making autotune rap songs not specifically that but yes but i think that as stupid as that song is that was like the sound of music at that time, though, which is weird though because it's only like eight years ago. Yeah, it was eight, eight years nine ago. years ago. Uh-huh. But like, you can tell that it sounds like early like two thousand ten. Yeah, like, it's a it's a distinct sound of that era, which is incredible. It was a good times, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Either way, it was lame. Okay, uh, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's Mizzou for you, man. If okay. You, if you get a copyright strike, that's how you know you've made it. Oh, I hope I do. <laughs> you won't. anyway guys uh, welcome back to uh topics where uh (laughs) the off mic segments are man if you you want to pay for our patreon (laughs) i will i will give you the uncut version of this podcast Yes, yeah, it was. It, it was How hours. much a month would you have to have a to month, give? Man, just give me five bucks. Oh, yeah, you know. Straight up. Yes, straight up. <laughs> Not even per month, just no. five dollars. If you want to give it to me per month, shit, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, but uh, obviously, uh, Northy, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the podcast, but we usually try to end it with like a serious uh, topic, you know, I'm, something I'm that familiar. goes into deep discussion, you know. Uh, oh, you're a fan? Oh, cool, man. I wouldn't yeah. subscribe to the Patreon. I was right going to say, well, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, but basically, uh, what I wanted to talk about was this whole China situation. With the NBA? Well, just in general. So, it, it, it doesn't start or end at the NBA, but the NBA is somehow involved in all of this. Um, so, just a brief, like, overview of, like, what's gone um, on over the past, like, maybe a month or more now, even. It's been um, months. Like, it's been since summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, basically, mainland China is wanting to reintroduce, I can't, for lack of a better word, Hong Kong into mainland China. But Hong Kong, of course, you know, broke free from Britain's rule. So, now they're worried that they're going to lose their freedoms and independence. So, they've been protesting on the street millions a day. Uh, I'm sure you've seen like videos or heard it on the news, but just looking at the crowds of people is insane. Like I can't imagine people it's doing that a, in America. It's like, just a lot of people. It's a lot of fucking people, and that's just Hong Kong. Yeah. Like that's not even China. <laughs> like that's just Hong Kong. Uh, but basically, yeah, they've been prote- protesting, and it's mainly been a lot of young people. But obviously, the protesting has been peaceful for the most part, but it's starting to escalate a little bit, you know, between the cops and protesters. Um. But, you know, what you have here on your hands is just uh, basic, you know, we're fighting for what we believe is our human right for democracy and freedom. You know, we don't want to be under your totalitarian rule. 
as mainland China because we see how you treat your citizens. The censorship and everything like that. Yes, yes. I mean, everything. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you know, as American companies, we Uh, bend over backwards for China because there's so much potential to make money for the amount of people they have over there. Like, the market is just insane, but... Yeah, and I think I think that's what probably we should focus on, because like, I think that's the most, most impactful to us, like, the fact that, you know, we're imposing uh, tariffs and all that kind of stuff on China. Right. Um, also, the fact that, like, half of our U.S. companies, half of the stuff we own comes from China. Mm-hmm. Probably more I mean, your iPhone is say, made in China. I was going to say, it was made in China. I would yeah. argue more than half of yeah. the things. Yeah, I mean, own. look at the shit in your house, and, like, you turn it over, it probably says made in China. Made in China. Like, yeah. like, our American flags are made in China. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, um, So, like, as much as we, like, hate to admit it, China is, like, part of the U.S. It's, like... It's a big chunk economy. of the U.S. economy. It is. Like, they lo- like, we owe China a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot. They owe us money, too, in some way. Right. And stuff like that, too. But, like, I one thing I'll... And I hate to even say this. One thing I can get to Trump is, like, China has been, like, raping us for the last, you know, 10 to 15 years because, like, everything is made over there. We... We've gotten rid of jobs that we can probably have over here to go over there because it's cheaper. And we let U.S. companies do it. Like, we just let them go because, like... We let U.S. companies do a lot of things. Yeah, so. but, like, also U.S. companies buy our elections, and that's a whole other story for Oh, yeah. Day. Um, so, like, you can't really tell a U.S. company that's buying your election. Like, oh, right. you can't go. No. Um, but, anyways, I said I wanted to bring up the point about the LeBron James thing because I think that was the big... Hot point last week. Sure, yeah. So, do you do you kind of know like where that came about? Yeah. So I know. So LeBron. So it all started with the fact that the NBA has a huge presence in China. Like China is the second biggest market for the NBA besides the US. Billions of dollars. Yeah. So like yeah. billions. They spend they spend so much money on jerseys, shoes. Obviously, Nike's has a big a lot of factories in China. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so they spend a lot of money on Nike products, which is most of Nike sales comes from selling NBA gear. Right. Um, they watch it. They stream it. They pay for NBA League Pass. Like, they live and breathe NBA culture kind of like we They do. love basketball. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Steph Curry's big over there. Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade. Like, it's, a, it's so many of our artists. Yeah, I mean. I mean yeah, like, there's so many of our, like, superstars. Yeah, that are so LeBron James is huge over there. Kobe was huge over there. I mean, as huge as they are here, they're... Just as huge in China. Yeah, stop on my Like it, the list goes on and on. Harvard. Yeah, wow. you remember yeah. he left the China? Absolutely. That's a like, yeah. So like China has been an NBA country, like NBA, like in a country for a long time. I think only people realize that. Like they have mm-hmm. not just all of a sudden. So like an NBA, yeah, it's not they, new. they've been for the last thirty yeah. years. They've been NBA, um, whatever. But I said it to say is with this whole Hong Kong thing going on, David Murray, I think that's his name, or. Yeah, the Rockets GM. Rockets GM tweeted out, like, he tweeted out in support of Hong Kong. He basically tweeted out, like, a photo of, you know, stand with Hong Kong or something like that. Yeah, which for China, like, China doesn't play any type of no no criticism, anything like that. You criticize, you criticize the Chinese government, that's it. Like, especially in the media. Yeah, and especially with the NBA being so big over there, like, everybody in China saw that. Because they're not filtering the way NBA comes into 
no. the country. Like they do other programs and stuff like that. The NBA comes over just like it is here. Right, it's live. It goes and over. And he just... uh, he almost like immediately deleted the tweet, but of course nothing has ever gone on the internet. Yeah, so. and on top of that, the Rockets are one of the most like the biggest teams mm-hmm. in China. Like, they Since even, Yao Ming played there. Yeah, and then they also have like jerseys that say like Rockets in Chinese. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. like oh yeah. They're the most Asian Chinese team that we have in the U.S. that like really supports China it, and stuff like that. So, how did uh, Mr. LBJ get involved? So LeBron James comes out talking about how because they were in China for some preseason games. Yeah. Um, and if anybody knows Chinese government, like I said, they don't like being criticized. But they were in China or headed to China wanted to when he tweeted that, and like they all could have been detained. Yeah, absolutely. Just like the UCLA guys. Right. Well, but, they were still in shit. Right. right. <laughs> I know. It's a completely different yeah, thing. Yeah, but I'm just talking about the, oh, yeah, but yeah. China, the potential's like, there. China but, could have made up like, oh, you broke the But when he tweeted that, they were already back home. No, they weren't. The Rockets yeah. were. The Rockets were. Rockets were. But LeBron, LeBron was, and were still headed over there. Yeah. LeBron mm-hmm. was on his way. He's talking about LeBron. Okay. Yeah. So, like, LeBron's point with, with the whole audio clip was like, you know, hey, like, I just felt like it was selfish or you didn't really know what's going on. Like... There were, that's a better way to handle it than social media, which we all know by our current president. There's better ways to yes, handle stuff by absolutely. tweeting out. And I think that was LeBron's point. But everybody got up in arms talking about, oh, he's just in it for the money. He doesn't want his money to drop in China with Nike and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which is also fair. And I'll get to my point why that's also fair, too. But I think my thing was about like his safety, like being able to come home to his kids. Yeah. Able, I think like, they could have easily been detained over there, bro. Like, they could have easily had a civil war. Or I like understand that. that, but I, I understand like you're trying to like do that for your safety. But he could have easily changed his stance once he's safe back at home. He was home when he said that. He's well, then a, that makes it. I, well, then I don't understand why. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the other day when you were, like on you were in our group chat like trolling. I wasn't trolling. I was serious. <laughs> like, but that's my point. Like he was home. He said it when he got home. Yeah. He criticized Dave Murray for the way he said it and went about it, which I agree with. Like, those kind of things shouldn't be tweeted out, especially if you're the GM of a team. But that see, has but what he said, Chinese roots. But what he said was, I think he was misinformed. Misinformed. But then LeBron also said, "Oh, I'm not really sure of the situation or whatever." It's like, well, then you're misinformed. How can you criticize someone else he for was, saying I think, they're misinformed? I think what LeBron was saying, he was misinformed because, like, he like the way he criticized them. With the fact that like, How did he the NBA them? gives so has so much money tied up in China, and on top of that, like they have players and personnel and people over there that like had to get home to their families. And China could have easily grounded flights to be like, no, you are all leaving. Like they could have easily done that. Like who's to stop the Chinese government from doing what they want? Well, not us apparently. No, yeah, no, us. like no, like if they wanted to say you can't leave, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. So that was my point. That was why I was like, people being so hard on LeBron. And LeBron's done so much for the U.S. Like as far as like inner cities, like he should never but, yeah. be criticized the, about no, but anything pro- that has to do with anything in another country. But the problem, the problem is the fact that you know his big slogan is you know it's more than basketball. It's about like all this like you know bringing people up and all these things like that, like trying to help communities out. But he basically what he was saying was it only matters if it's. If I if I know about it or if it's a problem for me or something. Well, no, not necessarily. So I'll I'll say this, and this is like this is just giving you a quick history lesson. I I feel like about the black people in America, we're expected to stand up for other people before we're expected to stand up for ourselves. 
And I say that to say, like, I say that, like, with saying like that, like, even back in wars and stuff like that, we were expected to go off and fight in wars and shit, but we didn't have civil civil liberties at home. We were expected to go free the Vietnamese from whatever oppression they were dealing with, but we couldn't even get sit at the same lunch counter with white people in America. Like, it's it's a double, it's always been a double standard about black people, like, being supposed to speak up. And I think, obviously, LeBron being the biggest black athlete there is probably in the world. Why is he, why is he supposed to be held to the standard of speaking up and protecting these people when his people in Akron, Ohio, and stuff like that are still dealing with oppression that has to do with systematic racism from the sixties and seventies? And he's, I mean, obviously, Bryant's done so much to break that, having his school, like all this other kind of stuff. It's like, so why is he expected to speak up for these people when he was has to get back home to his family and continue to things, do the things he's doing for his people in his community? The first, he was back at home when he yeah. uh, voiced his opinion, so he was safe at home. But he could have not been. That was the point. He could have not been, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I understand if he was over there, like, and he didn't, but that, but he was. But my other thing that but I was going to say That's the problem with Derek, like, David Murray's statement. He made it while LeBron and Jameson were on their way, or they were, either, or they were either already over there. That's when he made that statement. Right. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't think LeBron had to come back home and say, oh, this man was misinformed. He was more saying that to appease China. Saying like, oh, this man doesn't speak for the NBA. Not you the know. entire NBA. Well, he doesn't. And I think, I right. think that's one thing LeBron has also incorporated into but that, the but, but the But the fact the that like, they... have a lot more of a voice. But like, the fact that they think that he has to say like, this man doesn't speak for the NBA. Usually when... Think about it. Like, whenever there's like a... An employee that does something that the company doesn't agree with, they say like, well, this man doesn't speak for... It's uh, the bad apple. Yeah, yeah, that, and that usually means like they were speaking out of why they said something wrong. He or was speaking out of line. He wasn't, but he, I understand. No, he's but personal, he wasn't saying anything wrong. But that's this goes the problem. Back, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier with like you better able to say stuff on social media. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> your company, like you shouldn't be able to like. I, we talked about this in an earlier podcast episode. Like you shouldn't be able to like say whatever you want if you represent a public company, mm-hmm. like. It, like when we have those, when we talk about those girls think, that were like cursing at those arrogant guys, like they shouldn't be able to go online. I mean, all of this is completely are different. Are we comparing? All of this is completely <laughs> no. different. But you shouldn't be able to say whatever you want to say on your social media and expect that they have consequences at your job. But I think the difference is this isn't like just some random opinion that this man has. No, it's not. I, I agree. He has, he like has we're talking valid, about like human rights here. He has a valid point, and I understand his human rights. But also, you all are mad at LeBron James for not standing up for human rights of some other people in a whole different country when there is black people in America that still don't have human rights. It's also just, I understand that. Go ahead. It's also just kind of messed up that like it always seems to be. Granted, this this whole thing is an issue with the NBA because a GM of an NBA team brought it up, but it always seems to be like. Colin Kaepernick, why are the athletes the ones that need to be the people that are bringing attention to some topics like this? Like, you know, LeBron doesn't necessarily have to be the person that's the expert on this type of thing. It's not like, you know, you go to, say, I don't know, a a dairy farmer about some sort of police investigation that has nothing to do with them. You know, like, what's your opinion? Oh, your opinion is wrong. Because nobody cares about what Exactly, no one cares. But because LeBron and people like LeBron are in such a high position, they have such a big media presence, their their words hold significant value to people. Exactly. Yeah, that is a big deal. I just, I think it's ludicrous that the whole thing, you know, it hinges on LeBron's statement and... uh, 
the Rockets GM statement as well, but it's also just the whole NBA in general has like two positions to take, and it's it, well, yeah. It I mean, sucks. they're <laughs> like let's be real. If you're if you own a business and you're talking about possibly losing four billion dollars in revenue a year, like so what we're saying, but then what we're essentially saying is that money matters more. But does it though? Well, that's the, we, you know what we're speaking with our actions. Because at this point, we yes, we are saying that. Yes. And I say we as if we were an NBA. Oh, no, I mean, we yeah. as a country. Yeah. Well, not, I mean, I'm not going to even say we as a country, but whatever organization, like, you are saying that by not speaking up. Do either of you watch Last Week Tonight with John Oliver at all? I do. He does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he actually had a, a segment about this. Not like a full big segment. It was yeah. part of his full episode. Um, but the, the one takeaway... And I, I urge any listener to finish listening to this podcast and then watch the episode. Uh, but his, his big takeaway was either the NBA, um, who, unlike other sports uh, leagues in America, lets their players have their own, you know, freedom of speech yeah. to, to a far greater extent. You know, like the NFL is like locked down about what you can and cannot wear going in and out of the stadium. You know, mm-hmm. the NBA, not so much, you know. Um and that's just like on dress code, but like NHL, NFL um, has MLB, a dress, NBA has a dress code. They, they do. Turn. Yeah. It was a bell breaker do it back in the night. That's right. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, but they let their players speak out. They let them do, yeah. you know, almost whatever they want to outside of, you know, playing basketball. You know, they're not totally monitored. They're not locked down by their league. So it's a, you know, kind of similar role, you know, freedom of speech within the NBA, within their own players. And also the freedom of people within Hong Kong. Which one do you support more? Do you support your players and their freedom of speech and also Hong Kong's? Or do you support the money that China's giving you, right? Is $4 billion worth freedom of speech to your players and the people who might watch your players? I, I agree with the fact that NBA players should be able to protest or say, like, I agree that David Murray should be able to say whatever he wants about China and stuff like that. I agree yeah. with that. Like, he has freedom of speech. If he feels, like, that's, that's part of the love of the NBA. Like, the players, like you said, aren't as censored as they are in the NFL and stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. aren't afraid of being blackballed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of NBA owners are also newer or younger people, too. So they have, like, these, you know, maybe liberal stances on stuff. Um, but I say all of to say, the NBA should come out and say something about the matter. Now, will they? I don't know. No. It'll take they? some time. I don't think yeah. they will. But they, I feel like at this point they have to because I think there's going to be protests at the Rockets game coming up next tomorrow. About... They they actually pulled some Rockets gear from the Chinese uh, NBA store. Yeah, so. like it's, it's becoming this bigger deal. And I I don't understand and I don't agree with LeBron James taking on the slack. Now, granted, he's the face in the NBA. Yes. A lot of ways. I think it's because he put himself out there by responding to it. Well, I but I'm gonna say like I'm like I was saying his response was about his safety and not being able to get home possibly. But he was already home. But that's what I'm saying. He was he was asked about it, so he commented on it. He said, I didn't agree with his statements, or I think he was misinformed because there was people's safety at stake, there was people's like livelihood at stake. That's what he was saying. If you listen to the whole interview, that's what he said. And then they, they moved on from there. But I, he never said anything about David Murray, like, being wrong about his statement. He just said he was misinformed. No, not, not wrong. Misinformed. Misinformed. And he also right. said that he was concerned about his safety, his well-being, his, like... I, I, the only, the, I think the only criticism 
obviously he didn't say like, oh, I think he's wrong, but I think it's the way, like the tone. Like he said, I think he's misinformed. You know, basically he was speaking out of one, like he doesn't really know what he's talking about. And I think the way that it came out was, it, it made it sound like, it, like he was talking to China almost, like the Chinese market. Like, look, he doesn't really know what he's misinformed. He he but was speaking out of line, like he didn't really know what he was saying. But that's not that's not what he said though. He, what he said was, I feel like he was misinformed, and I, he said, I feel like there's a better way for him to handle that. Like it's like he said, there's certain things you say on social media, and there's certain things you have. Because by David Murray getting on social media and say that, that solved nothing. It didn't right. make it didn't make the situation any better at home. For no, the home of course not. People. But I mean, like it didn't make just, it any better for China. But he felt passionate about it. And he tweeted it out. Trump feels passionate about a lot of shit, and, and he, he tweets about it. Out. But that doesn't make it any better for anybody. And that's well, my we point. can't compare the two. Uh, but what we're saying is that he should be able to say whatever he wants to say, but also. You have to have the social responsibility as even a GM in a high position. This man makes millions of dollars a year. He represents an entire franchise. He represents an entire city. And he also practically represents an entire, you know, one of the biggest businesses in the U.S., which is the NBA. So with all that responsibility, you can't just go tweet out anything you want. You can't. Like, you can't socially do that. We can't respectfully. I, I think the only reason you're saying he can't is because of his position. But I—that's all that matters, though. But, it, but because it affects what? It affects, it affects it, the. It affects it affects the U.S. It affects the NBA. It affects. But it what does that affect the immediately? Like it didn't affect anything immediately. It had no positive outcome. It had no positive yeah. outcome. The the people in Hong Kong didn't get any better. The situation with the well, NBA, yeah, didn't obviously get any some the random guy in the, the U.S. But is that's not gonna, my point. LeBron said he's misinformed about it. He's like, not misinformed about it, though. but that's what I'm saying. If if I'm saying he's misinformed, I'm saying like if he was misinformed because way the way he went about it didn't solve anything. If he was informed, no, that's not informed. That's it. not misinformation. He well, no, I, I agree with you that, but if he would have went about it a different way. He probably could have got a better outcome, so therefore he was misinformed. Right, but no, I think it's the fact that he said he was misinformed. Like, if he would have said, like, I don't agree, if he would have just said, I don't agree the way that his method or the way that he went about it, that's fine. But he said, no, I think he's misinformed, that's which means I think he doesn't really know what's going on over there, so I don't think he should speak on it. No, he, he didn't say he shouldn't speak on it. He said we should have got together in a room. But I think that's what essentially t- what it means. Like, no, it's not. If I'm saying you're misinformed, I'm saying, like, the way you went about it was just wrong. Like, it didn't help anybody. Like, it didn't, but that's not misinformation. It didn't solve anything, though, at all. That's Zero. not being misinformed, though. That, that's but a- if he was better informed, he would have had a better way to go about it. He would have known that me tweeting is not going to solve he knows? a fucking problem in you don't, China. You don't like, think he knows? not going to solve a problem. Well, obviously not. But he did it. It never happened. So he didn't do it because it, it, he thought he was going to fix Hong Kong. Well, why do it if you if you have that kind why of does anybody? Yeah. No, but why does anybody tweet anything? Like Because they're misinformed or they don't people know the tweet, best way to go on, about it. Hold on. You're telling me people tweet things because they're misinformed? No, because they don't know the best way to go about it. And he didn't know the best way to go it's, about it. It's almost just People a way always to tweet out their feelings. support. Yeah, it's just a way to share feelings. Almost. So how does that make him so, misinformed? Nobody, if he was truly, I feel like if he was truly informed about the situation... He would have known a better way to go about voicing his opinion. True. What is a better way to voice his opinion? Sitting down with the NBA, sitting down with the players, and coming up with a statement to say about we don't. And they're going to tell him, "Ha ha, no, we have too much money involved in China. No, sit down." But also, but go ahead. No, you're good. If you if you sat down with the league and said, "Hey, 
there's something going on in a place, you know, where you are currently making a lot of money. It's, it's kind of like a, you know, maybe there's something going wrong at, you know, this place. We need to fix this problem sort of thing. If he had approached it with the league that way, I think that they either could have just they the league at that point could have made the decision of yes, we're going to help, and then the NBA themselves puts out the statement against you know we support Hong Kong or maybe they don't, and then that's will. the stance that they do. That's the, that's the stance that they take. So yeah. if they if they said no, we don't support it, and then he goes and says this, you know, puts but it. But we on know Twitter. what the but we know what the NBA's response is going to be. They're never gonna, no, we don't. I don't we think don't. We do. they're no, never no. going to go. The NBA's always been on the side of you. Just said guys. they're not going to go against China because there's too much money involved. I mean, I think I think yes, there's a lot of money involved, but also the NBA has also been on the side of social reform. As as a as a league, the NBA has always been on the side of social reform. Think about it, though. Too. I mean, even the commissioner was on uh, the side of Murray or whatever. Like, he was because he had to mm-hmm. be like he did. A, he did. He but like, also, I'm pretty sure Murray got his ass shoot out behind closed doors for going about it that way. That was not the that was not the way right, to go about it. If you have a problem, if you have a systematic problem, sending a tweet is not going to solve a systematic problem. No, but the fact problem. that he is getting chewed out for it, that's the problem. Because he went about it in an irresponsible manner. What's because he tweeted it yes. out? Yes. No, How was that irresponsible? Because it didn't solve any. Look, listen to me. It's listen, not supposed to solve anything. But why do it then if it's not going to solve anything? What is the so point? Why, of your, what is the point of your actions if it's not going to solve anything? So why does anybody tweet out any doing, support for anything? If you're just going to be do, because it can be it can bring awareness to the subject. So why he he's a bigger so he probably can reach more people than the average person to tweet something like that out. But if you went to the league. And went to the players uh, association and be like, hey, I see this issue going on. A lot of y'all are involved in China. Like, we need to get together and form some type of protest. Maybe he oh, did. He did. He sent a tweet, one. That's the whole point of this Yeah, but maybe he sent the tweet after he already went to them and they said no. He didn't go to them. I mean, LeBron, I'm just, LeBron I'm James said he, he did didn't. not go to I'm going to assume he didn't, yeah. Le- but Le- I'm just saying LeBron James in his statement said he did not come to us first and talk about it. And then they, if he would have. They supposed this- come to LeBron? I think if you're going to pick anybody... If you're going to go to anybody... LeBron... LeBron I, don't, I don't care what anybody says. But you think LeBron's going to tweet that out? No. No, I'm not, not saying anymore. he is. But that's my point. A tweet's not going to solve anything. Get away from the tweet idea. The tweet <laughs> is not going to solve anything. A tweet's not going to solve any yes. social problems But he has a right anyone. to tweet that out. He does. But it's also his right to be socially responsible since he's the GM, he represents the city, he represents the team, and he represents the NBA it was his social responsibility to go to the league and be like, hey, I need this to happen. I want this to happen. And if it didn't happen after he did all those steps, then a tweet you know, is acceptable. If, yeah. I, if I was Murray, I would say, I'm sorry. I would assume that you, as a, a decent organization, would have been on the side of demon, decent human rights. They are. And the commissioner has come out and supported Murray. But also, what I'm saying, listen to me clearly, what I'm saying is, the way he went about it didn't help anything. It hurt the situation more. I don't think... I think uh, the NBA hurt it more than he did. How so? Because of the reaction from it. Everybody treated him like... Like, everybody in the NBA treated him like uh, he did something wrong. Nobody said he did anything wrong. LeBron and, did. You mean within the players, not the actual, like, overall... The players no. were concerned about their lives. Like, let's right. go back to that. He like, was... Yeah. Back in the U.S., he was. They were not one. They were over there when he sent that tweet out. What are you? What are you missing here? What, I'm what? not missing. What are you missing? <laughs> I'm not missing anything. 
He represents the Houston Rockets as a team. It's about human rights, man. That's all it is. Like I understand that, but also at the same time, if he was truly concerned about human rights, he would have formulated a better plan to get it actions done. Look, man, he was just passionate about it. He tweeted it out. And it was I don't it think was, it's that big a deal. But clearly it is. We're talking about it. Yeah. Well now it's a big deal because everybody's gotten involved. Well, it was a big deal when he I don't think it's a big deal he tweeted it, is what I'm saying. That's the whole point of the conversation though, because he tweeted. No, I'm saying I personally don't think it was, but obviously it has become a big deal. It's a big deal because China doesn't like being criticized in the public Never. ever. And also, we so China doesn't like criticized. The NBA is not, what's the word I'm looking for? Censored, censored in China. So whatever happens on the NBA telecast, you know, like that, it's clearly shown over in China. They don't like their people seeing the Chinese government be criticized. Okay, so you got those first two points. Okay, third point being that he is a GM of a one of the biggest organizations in basketball. Well, in China, for sure. For, yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people watch the Rockets. A lot of people listen to the Rockets. A lot of people probably follow him on Twitter in China. But I think the reason that yeah, I don't mean presumptuous. I don't mean to be presumptuous in what you're about to say, but I think the biggest reason that it's a problem because he's a GM of the Rockets, which is the probably the biggest NBA team in China, is because it would have hurt their revenue. But also, it didn't solve any. Problems, and then also, but see that, but that's that's the issue. People too is like, what do you mean? So many problems. It didn't. What problem was solved? Give me one. I'm not telling you that it solved a problem. I'm just telling you, like, okay, so he's not supposed to tweet that out because it didn't solve anything. Like, no, there was a better way to go about it. That's why I'm saying he should have tweeted it out. It was a better way to go about it. There are people that could have been harmed by his tweet in China, like they. Well, at that point, we would have just gone to war because if they're gonna hold our over a tweet. Over, we went with the war over a tweet, and that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. And that's what tell, that's what tells you how fucked up the situation is. If it would have the come situation to that. is fucked up, which is why it needs better yeah. planning than a fucking tweet. Absolutely, it, it's not like we're talking about oh somebody got their lunch money taken. We're talking about people in Hong Kong being treated less than people. Well, I mean, China's own citizens are getting treated worse than Hong Kong people are right now, and they're just yeah, trying so to prevent that. So this is what I'm saying. A tweet will not solve that problem. A tweet is not going to solve something that has been going on way before he ever took over his gym spot at the Rockets. So that's why I'm saying if he wanted to solve the problem correctly and he was properly informed about the situation and how it actually could have been solved, he would have went to the, he would have went to the commissioner. He would have went to the Players Association. He would have went to the owners of the NBA. They would have formulated a plan. They would have came up with something like, hey. They would have put pressure on the Chinese government a different way than sending out a tweet, putting LeBron James and everybody else's health and uh, freedom at jeopardy because they were over in China playing games. They almost canceled the games. They ended up still playing them. There were protesters that were kicked out of the stadium. There was so much that happened over this man's tweet just out of the blue when he could have went if he's if he's supposed to be the gym of an NBA team, supposed to be a very smart man. I'm not saying he's not. He should have went about it a better way. And I don't think LeBron James was wrong for saying he was missing. And had he gone about it a better way, I think that, you know, if the league knew about the issue beforehand, they would have been able to prevent some of, you know, the necessarily like the in-stadium security issues because there were people pulled out of games, you know, or like fans pulled out of the stadiums just because they had, you know, free Hong Kong t-shirts or signs, that sort of thing. Well, that's stupid. It's it. They were playing. China, though, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's stupid that you would wear that T-shirt to China. Like you know what's gonna happen. It was happening. It's also stupid that he sent out a tweet. That's it, my point. So well, no, they're not allowed to protest, but he is. 
the no, they are. I'm just saying you should know what to expect if you wear. He should know what to expect was, too. No, these people were in mainland China. No, they weren't. Well, where were they? Philadelphia. And they were getting pulled out of the game. Pulled See, out that's of the fucked arena. up even more now. They were pulled out of the arena in Philadelphia. That's fucked up. So now you're telling me that it, the reach is so far now that that there was a fan in Philly can't even go inside with a free Hong Kong T-shirt. There in was America. security at the stadium that told him that he needed to quiet that down. Yeah. No. Fuck that. Yeah. That's that for me was the okay. This is a this is a bigger issue than yes, it is than that. And yeah. that's what tells me also that he could have. Sure, I agree with you. He maybe could have went from him from a better route, but you know what? This tells me that well, they weren't going to give him the green line anyway because you know what? They're they're telling Americans to silence their protests, and that's fucked up. I also don't. Think I don't disagree. Totally, I don't disagree with you on that. I don't think that was totally like you know the NBA trying to act out and be like hush hush sort of thing. I think that so there was. I think there was maybe a little bit of Chinese involvement in that. I don't know. Well, that's the problem still. Right, but like you know, non NBA acted like that wasn't like you know a decision by the NBA to. But they still allowed it fan. in their stadium. It happened. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They are allowing that to happen. Right. Then that's, that's just the biggest issue, problem. Yeah. Yes. Which isn't what it's the biggest problem, which isn't what we saw last week. No, but you know what? It, it did bring awareness, and we're all talking about it now. So, if anything, it did do something. It definitely did something. Yeah. No, I don't disagree that we're talking about it, and it brought awareness to it. What I'm saying is, like, if he wanted to actually, you know, have some type of actual significant effect, like, on the situation, he could have went about it a different way. The NBA has pressure to, to lean on. Like, they can lean on China. Yeah. Like, American companies can lean on China to get this situation resolved. And it's another thing. Apple isn't like going to get it resolved either. Like it's a lot of companies in the U.S. There are a lot of companies. Yeah, yeah staying silent. Fucking uh, Blizzard banned that one kid. I don't know nothing about online gaming. But Blizzard's a Chinese company, and they like we're not going to stand. The Blizzard was like, no, we can't uh, allow this sort of thing. Or... Yeah, there are a lot of companies that operate within, within the U.S. Uh, they said they can't bring uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to China because some sort of shit. And Tarantino was like, nope, fuck you, we're not bringing that movie over there. <laughs> Yeah. South Park episode was banned from China, and they're like, "Cool, that's fine." Winnie yeah. the Pooh, yeah, like, yeah. okay, like, at least fucking stand up to them. Like, the, my only criticism is that the NBA is like, "Yeah, you know what? You have a point." You know? I think the point is though, also, China doesn't necessarily need the U.S. as much as the U.S. needs China. In my opinion would agree. Yeah. I absolutely like agree. if basketball wasn't shown ever again in China. Yeah, people, Chinese people would be upset, but like. Uh, my thing is, like, we'd be fine. I mean, I understand we wouldn't make, or not we, I ain't making your shit. IPhone, your iPhone but you know what? Two grand. I understand that uh, the NBA wouldn't make as much money from, you know, cutting ties to China. But you know what? We were doing fine before China showed up. So, were we? Well, we, I'm not saying we were doing as well as we are now, but, like, they were doing just fine. I get it. You're going to lose a lot of money if you cut ties to China. But you know what? Is that really worth it if you're not. If you're going to stay silent about what's going on over there? No. I don't Apparently know. it is. Because that, they're taking China's side. They're, they're not, though. I, I think the commissioners came out and said that we're not. Because the Chinese government wanted Murray fired. They wanted him, like, gone. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're someone's like, no, we're not doing that. Like, they've started right, no, like, something. Like, yeah. But that's, like, also, there's, there's so much we can be expected to do as a U.S., like, within, like, reason. 
about these people that are being oppressed. Because I, I doubt Chinese people were like, oh, there's black people being oppressed in America. Let's go boycott America. It's a little bit of a different it's, it's viewpoint, different. though. Yeah. That's different. Okay. Fair I mean, I'm, I'm just, yeah. Just simply based on the fact of, like, Chinese people don't have that level of freedom of speech. And also, there's... China had their own slaves, so it's like, you know, of course yeah, but, they're not going to speak out about it. But my, yeah, but my point is, like, there can't be... That can, be, that can only be so much we're expected to... Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, like, look, I understand, like, you know, it, it's a thing, like, you have to differentiate, like, a government versus, like, a, co- a country's people. Like, you always have to separate the two because you, just because, you know, maybe our country is at war with some country. I don't hate the people there, but for some reason, the higher-ups have decided we're going to be at war with this country or whatever. Like, you know, I don't I don't hate the Chinese people. I, I, I wish that they weren't in the position they were in, but for whatever reason, the government is... Putting them in a sort of position, I'm just saying, like, I, I know we don't agree with, like, what the U.S. government is doing today because Trump's in office or whatever, whatever your position is. But if we're going to keep our identity as America and American people and what we stand for and how we were created and why we were created as a country, it's for human rights and civil liberties and things like that, then we can't lose that sight, like, yeah, that's I, why we do stand up for countries like China because if you ignore, if you start to ignore oh, other oh, people yeah. because they're not you, then eventually it's going to come to you. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. Or that's also a situation happening in Syria right now. There's so many situations that the U.S. has put the U.S. has put people around the world in danger. Again, the government, yes, but you're not wrong. I know, I know. Yeah, so like the Kurdish people, like they're just being completely like a night, like like. I, I don't. Yes. This might be this might be a bad example, and I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I feel like the Kurdish people are being treated like the Jews of of present time. Like they don't have them necessarily have their own land. They're they've helped the U.S. fight yeah. so many different wars. They helped them fight ISIS. Yeah, but now they're we, just aban- left, we abandoned them left to, to be by slaughtered. Themselves. Yeah, like, and, and and not only like have you know other politicians around the world said that, but I mean even American politicians are saying that we abandoned them to leave them to be slaughtered. Yeah. Because we did. Yeah. And if you ask me, that's a bigger issue than what's going on in Hong Kong. It is. And I understand, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm, I'm not we saying shouldn't. Are, yeah. No, I know. But I'm not saying we shouldn't, but we also can't ignore it either. So, yeah, that, that, that's mainly, like. But it's also one of those questions, like, as the U.S., how much do we get involved in? Like, what? Well, what we is- aren't as a country because, yeah, I mean, as a country, we're not going to get involved. So that's why it's up to people like us or people like. You know the GM to bring awareness and like make sure that people but aren't ignoring it. My 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 last point is, and this point I've made already. There's a way that you go about bringing awareness to stuff that really matters. That's fine. Getting on a bullhorn and yelling may not be as effective as sitting down and writing a letter. It just may not be. Yeah. The pen is mightier than the sword. Mm-hmm. There has to be there has to be ways you go about stuff that is more effective than just. Yelling, yeah, in the street. And tweets are forever, which is basically what Twitter is. Yelling in the street. Anything to add? No, that summed it up perfectly. Honestly, okay, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, hey, well, uh, thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. Uh, Just turn that one eighty right there. <laughs> this is uh, this has been a great episode, and thanks for listening, or thanks for staying with us for this long, if you have. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the end of the show. Thank um, you, Andrew, for coming once again. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very soon. I'll bring more gin. You're invited back anytime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, anytime. But well, thank you. 
Um, Andrew, is there anybody you'd like to shout out? Uh, shout out to shout out to my family. Maybe shout out to the Norths. Maybe they'll be listening. Uh, shout out to my sister Devery because she'll listen just because. I, I hope so. We need I'll more see listeners. you in Cincinnati soon. Oh man, good old Cincy, good old spaghetti chili <laughs> town. Is that what Cincinnati is? Skyline. That's what they're known. The Skyline for. Chili. Spaghetti yeah. chili. I've, I've been a day in Ohio. I've never been to Cincinnati, Ohio. You're not missing much. <laughs> not that I've ever been to Ohio, but <laughs> I, I would imagine. Cincinnati, Ohio is not that different from St. Louis. It's from what I've heard. I think a lot of Midwest towns look the same, to be honest. Honestly, Cincinnati and Kansas City are very similar. Hmm. So if you like Kansas City, you'll like yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, St. Louis Do I? Saint, Do I? Aren't that different? Like, cool. Well, anyway, this has been Juan, and uh, this has been... Cool. Uh, and you've been listening to Jenna Topics. Say bye, guys. Bye. bye. Goodbye. Love you. For now. Bye forever. To you, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>